And welcome back, Toasting Bazan, Chaka Shekman, Marco Boer. And we're continuing our discussion on design reports, well, designs, products, projects, reports, good, bad, and habits all in between. And I'm just busy uh, putting some Acurochrome on these skateboard uh, rashes, I guess. <laughs> hmm. uh, let's talk about good and bad habits. Okay. Good and bad habits, let's start with the easy one, with the report. What are some good habits that you've seen and what are some bad habits? Okay. Uh, bad habits, certainly with a report, would be a case of, well, I mean, just writing a report as you're going along. Writing a report as you're going along. My other pet hate with bad habits is students that have beautiful notebooks with tons of explain, ex yeah. explanatory sketches and doodles and derivations, etc., oh, that do not put that stuff in the report. If you leave that stuff out, I mean, that is gold. Yeah. Rather have that than paragraphs of text. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I, I hate saying it. A thousand a picture says a thousand words, but it really, really does for design. And don't put in a plain picture. Don't put in a plain graph. Put in a graph that's got all kinds of arrows and oh, labels. And, yeah. then, and then explain what point A means. Explain between point A and B why you don't need to bother about designing or analyzing that bit because point G is coming up. And the loads at point G define everything, and that is why carbon fiber with unobtainium and titanium reinforcement yeah. is the right way to go. Instead of saying, as can be clearly seen, the design's going to fail at this point. It's like, well, wait, but where did that come from? How the hell did you know that, and what does this mean? One other really, really bad, good habit, yeah, I would sure. say, actually, okay. no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good habit and it's a bad habit. Okay. The bad habit is how the students do it. Sure. And it's, 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 it's come from students that look at previous reports yeah. that think that those reports are brilliant. It's yeah. the thing where the students have present, they're presenting their three concepts or two concepts or five concepts to, to solve the problem. And generally, they present an aircraft where the wing has been sized, it's got all kinds of parameters in it, yeah. and this is presented as a drawing and a table. That's actually a design fail. Yeah. Because you have not explained why those decisions exactly. were made. Exactly. And... As a marker or an external examiner in the field, they could counter-argue every single specification you've come up with yeah. and say, that's rubbish. That is a stupid choice. And that's a bad choice. And that's a, a, a ridiculous choice. I mean, um, it's, whenever I read those specific reports, I'm more on the fourth year side of things, you then say, okay, this design's better because it's got a better glide ratio. My question is, okay, how did you not get the other ones to have a better glide ratio? Yes, well, why is that one actually got so good? I mean, you're really nice values, but if I actually look at that specific one, that's a horrific Oswald's factor that you've chosen for that wing. Or that is a really, really, I mean, you've chosen a symmetrical wing for a low-speed takeoff vehicle. Of course, that was never going to win. You've chosen alternative for the sake of having an alternative, and you really just put your best idea, and that's the only one you ever and, and you see it... I'd say more so with fourth year projects where, you know, ooh, the rolling resistance of a four wheel vehicle is greater than that of a three wheel vehicle. Well, sort it out. They can yeah. both have the same rolling friction. Thinking at each wheel, the four wheel would be lower than the, the three wheel. It depends on the mass required. I mean, you yeah, have to yeah, iterate yeah. the thing around. Yeah, but if, yeah. if this one loses on that, well, fix the other one. Yeah, exactly. Make, why yeah. can't the other one beat it? And the thing is, that's why you have to finish design before you write the report, yeah. as opposed to, I've got this thing. And the skateboard beats the horse. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's encapsulate Vits in this nice bubble and work out what the horse can offer in terms of renewables and mm -hmm. stuff like that and what you can use horse bar products for yeah. uh, and incorporate 
I mean, one horse could take t- take more than one student, for example. Exactly. And if horses are used to eat the grass and stuff rather than lawnmowers or... Start a student farm as well with the manure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm also thinking you get those... Um, what, what is it? You know, you have them with... Primarily, always with dogs. It's the sort of social anxiety sort of... What yes. Is, what is the... Ugh. Oh, this not self-help dogs. Um, assistance dogs. Yeah, basically that. But you have assistance horses. Yeah. Um, that has that extra I mean it's not like you can you know the, the skateboard being next to you is a comforting aspect it, it has one purpose and one purpose only mm. uh, the horses ha- have multiple uses um, plus we could race the horses and raise funding for students and do jousting design your jousting lance I mean protect the hell out of the horse please but um, mm, yes I, I mean as a materials project we, we design I'm looking at that cardboard. And yeah, no, I was just thinking. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you have all 3D printed. 3D print yourself a lance. Um, you you got very obviously limited space within your 3D printer, so you you'd have to build it up carefully and have to build it so it can put be put together. You want it long so that you get the guy before he gets you, but strong so that it actually does something. And you hits. cheat. You make it instantly telescopic. Oh hell yeah! No, I mean it's like still 50 meters away. <laughs> In fact, if he didn't just shoot the person. Um, but eth- ethical things aside, because, you know, we, we need to take those things into account. What are some bad things? Oh, so let's say good things that you note, good habits with design. I think the students that explain how the design progresses and then prove it at, at those steps. So, you know, here, here are the, the two wing shapes that, that I'm thinking about. Um, I then tweak this one and, well look how much of a difference it makes not only shown but explained yeah and then okay well you know drag has come down a lot but there will be a mass penalty but in the wing yeah uh if that is then used from a center of gravity point we can then make the tail smaller which is even less drag means less area less weight and and so the design gets better it's to prove that you are a master of understanding yeah as opposed to voila here it is, Le Concorde. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's what I certainly look for. I, I don't look, you know, you tell me, all right, it, it now has a width of this because it can then support, or it's then wide enough for two people to stand on it. Skateboard or platform, whatever the hell you do. So how wide would you make a skateboard? How wide would I make a skateboard? Yeah. How long and how wide? I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it has to be a constant width along its length. Yeah, but if we're, if we're chasing cost and storage, how wide does it? What is the minimum width the skateboard can be? Width of your foot. Which part of the skateboard? The the whole thing, no, or the just the part where your foot has to be? The middle and the back. Yeah, but you could, if you wanted to reduce materials, fact, you what, could. You just need two things that are foot shape in the position that you stand on. The rest could be a narrow tube or a beam or something. Yes. But then I'm also thinking about storage, holding, and handling. I mean, I suppose you could hold a tube and things, um, but it depends on what environment. So uh, the other day I saw, um, okay, it's America, and Americans be Americans, uh, but in certain schools and stuff, outside the one area, you've got your bike racks, mm. and you've got your skateboard racks. Yeah. And you just slot your skateboard in. Now, if you suddenly go with a completely alternate skateboard design, that thing can't fit in there anymore. So, I mean, be well, I mean, the alternate skateboard design I was just talking about, if you look down on it, mm. it doesn't have to be a rectangle with two round ends. No. Um, you could cut down material and make it just wide enough for your foot where your foot actually has to go. 
No uh, one, no one rides a skateboard with their feet right next to each other. In the no, middle. God, no, 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 absolutely not. So no, from a cross yeah. point of view, you would take your plywood or whatever, and you just make a rectangle and round the ends and bend them both up. But if you were to cut down on material and weight and all that stuff, I mean, from a storage point of view, the thing's still going to be that long and as wide as a human foot, but it doesn't have to be a rectangular shape. No, I, my, my brain's kind of going like multiple steps here quite quickly. But I mean, a I'm thinking, okay, put bigger wheels so you can have it so that it can actually be more stable and easier to ride for other people. Um, and if you're basically building it that you've got a space for each foot and everything else is kind of connected, at what point you just connect those, disconnect those, and you basically end up with rollerblades? Well, yes, except there you need to control each leg separately. Yeah. And there's a different set of skills involved with okay, with, no, no, with, no, with sure. rollerblading, for example, but. Well, that's, that's a good point. What is the difference between roller skates and rollerblades? And the thing is, the direction of travel is different. Yeah, true. So, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting one. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, your method of propulsion, your method of moving, and, and so on. But it is certainly something, it, it's something that would come up in terms of the design that I would, when marking it, evaluating it, ask, have you considered that? Why does it have to have something where it's connected you stand on? You know, a sort of analogy of a snowboard versus skis. Yeah. Why are they attached instead of separate? Um, both have advantages. Have you considered and, and, and looked at those? Um, and I guess and that's the other thing I, I say in terms of a... Okay, so a bad habit of design then. Mm. Student ends up with choosing a skateboard. Cool, I like the idea. Now, it is an idea that fundamentally... It is a platform on which you're going to stand and propel and position yourself on, balance yeah. on wheels. Yeah. I will very much expect, I'd be surprised, I, I tend to be surprised more when it's good than it's, it's bad, but I'd be surprised if it does not look like every other skateboard out there. Maybe yeah. the, the, the base is sort of now a little bit more shaped to be a little bit more lighter. But it's going to have four wheels. Those four wheels are going to be within 90% range of every other skateboard size wheel. Yeah. It's going to probably be able to be steered and orientated in the same position. And same wheel. way. You can't really move the wheels. So, I mean, your bigger wheel case, uh, there's an issue in the way that how a skateboard rocks on the top of the truck. If you make it higher above the ground, it's less stable. Yeah. That's why skateboards are with little wheels. If you move the wheels outboard, you now have an issue with your feet. Um, yeah. And also storage, the wheels are now the widest part. Now, do you make that where the wheels can fold and the truck can rotate and all, all that? And before you know it, this thing becomes many moving parts, many sure. clip joints, failure, danger, etc., etc. So it's almost impossible to come up with a skateboard which is better than a skateboard. I get and, and that's the whole thing. Don't you know, if it's been around for a while, there's probably a good reason why it hasn't changed. Yeah. So, except I'm fine with that. And as I say, I'd be surprised not to say, oh, it's a skateboard, okay, that's a fail. Not mm. by any stretch of the imagination. I'd ask, why is your design unique? And what's special about yours that yeah. I can't just go buy a normal skateboard? Um, because they're certainly established in terms of manufacturing. You'd be just beginning. Your stuff is going to be more expensive. No, behind, or yeah. you're losing money. Uh, so what's different? What's unique? But then have you also looked at that alternative? Have you properly considered it? It doesn't have to be 50 pages of analysis. You don't have to have done answers on every single nut and bolt to determine, right, we actually have to have it. So, so if, if, if we try and use something from a previous podcast, maybe Triz, maybe just Ooh, you know, creative yeah. problem solving. 
a skateboard works in that it is a vehicle. Sure. And you are connected to the vehicle with friction. Yeah. Right. So how is a skate? How is a set of roller skates different to a skateboard? The way you're attached is, is I mean, essentially yes, it's friction, but not friction on your lower foot. That's true. You're attached to two skateboards. You're attached two to two independent skateboards. skateboards and, as but I'd say to. it's more <laughs> the things attached to you. I mean, it's, it's your, it's a boot, it's a, a shoe. The method of attachments. Yes. So there's no friction anymore. Yeah. So basically, your foot can now roll as opposed to. So the friction has been eliminated on your foot. The, yeah. The, that's the big difference. Yes. Um, roller, roller skates turned into roller blades. Roller blades turned into heelys. Yeah. I was there for the roller skates into roller blades story. And then when all these little flipping kids were running around shopping malls with heelys, I was ready to trip them as well. But <laughs> just because I never made heelys in sure. shoes no, 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 my no, size. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but now there's, there's an interesting thing is the, the thing with a skateboard is you just get off it because that friction is yes. instantly, unlike yeah. a snowboard where you have to unstrap yourself because of the nature of the game. Rollerblades were a schlep. They're big, they're bulky. You can't really, they're terrible yeah. on carpets. Uh, yeah, they're comfortable, but they're boots. They're there to protect your ankle. Yeah. They're too hot in lecture theaters. Oh, yeah. You'd fall down the stairs, etc. So you need to take them off. That in itself means a second pair of shoes, a bag to store them in, etc. Mm, yeah. But you could, with sort of modern technology and, and things like that, you could make it that the wheels disconnected. So yes. they, you take the idea of how a skateboard and a human interact versus the rollerblade thing. Yeah. But then you're left with a horrible boot. Yeah. Now, roller skates were made with, because they were four wheels and you didn't have the lean thing, ankles didn't need super exactly. massive protection. So they were basically like normal shoes. It's, it's a skateboard on each wheel. It's on a each little foot. micro skateboard. Yeah. Now those could be quick disconnects yeah. and put in a backpack or something like that. Um, safety around campus, is it the same? Safe, skateboard safer than roller skates, for example? Could you make roller skates and take that idea and then move the wheels wider than the actual foot? make them a bit bigger. I mean, your two feet are not really going to hit each other. You could if you wanted to. Yeah. I think the whole idea with roller skates, you kind of can walk on roller skates. You can. Is that there's an awkward rubber doorstop yeah, thing. Yeah, so you kind of walk on your toes a bit and you can, you can move if you need to get on that, that surface. Well, make those wheels... Not great for going upstairs and things. No. Well, yeah, I mean, Too dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is the kind of rolling safety point of view. Could you make the... Sort of no, but that, that's my point though, is that you could walk on standard roller skates. Yes. But if you make those wheels bigger, your wheel, your wheel base and your wheel track bigger, you, I don't think you could. But you, it, it would make the disconnect easier and it would make the learn to ride and the chance of falling over way, way less. Oh yeah, no, sure. So you'd have to weigh up those two. Yeah. In terms, and that it comes down to use. So it basically, I think, would quickly become a disconnected skateboard. Yes. Rather than roller skates. So it's closer to skateboard than it is to rollerblades. And I would almost argue that in terms of the concept, both of them are... If, if, if your f final two ideas was mm. one of them was a skateboard and the other one was improved roller skates, you would have to go for the disconnect the wheels when you get to your lecture theater. Yes. Which leaves you with normal shoes that you can just walk around. You don't yeah. have to take the shoes off. Yeah, not very much so. I would argue your two concepts are so similar. Because they're fundamentally the same thing. They both roll. They both have control. They both have safety. And you don't need any 
sort of special equipment apart from purchasing the thing? I, I, so, I think so which in, one's better? Well, it, look, it comes down to what criteria you're evaluating it by. Cost. Cost? Skateboard. Skateboard wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, storability. Skateboard. It's one thing as opposed to two. Yeah, but you can't keep it in your bag while you go into lecture theater. It's got to kind of live outside. I mean, 300 student skateboards, you can stack them to a point. Unless you design a foldable, collapsible skateboard. Yes. All right, so let's call it a tie. Okay. You, you could sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could that. argue that one, yeah. Um, safety. Safety in, in the event of a, a collision or something like that. Okay, so within a, within a collision, it depends on... I hate that word, safety. It, I'd rather go... I mean, okay, in, in the two situations, let's ignore what... Impact. What, what, happens, what, what happens in an impact? In an impact on a skateboard, you come off the skateboard, skateboard comes back and... And skateboard can go and hurt someone else. Hurt someone else, go into a car, get damaged, get broken. Yes. You come off with your roller skates, you keep going with your roller skates... Yes, but um, if you put your feet down and they're at the wrong angle, the world that we live in, which is friction-based, no longer exists. Yeah. So more dangerous, less dangerous? I think the problem is, and I think that's why I hate the word safety, is you know, risk to damage to person's feet, risk to damage to person's body. That's right. We risk need. to damage to the equipment. Yes. If you split into those three things, mm. okay, so the, the ankles is why we would never go rollerblades. Yeah. Um, considering we're going for a thing that can be easily attached and reattached. The damage to person, that's a tar. I, I can't see too much. Either way, you're coming off. You're going forward. Yeah. And if, if you were to, you know, cover students with a blanket insurance thing um, against injury, which one would you pick then? And I think that that's a valid point is yeah. if you're not an expert in the field, don't have it as one of your main no, criteria well, that's because exactly. unless in, you've in got found report, some data yes yeah, it, it would be bad to to say uh skateboards um you know medical insurance is is lower than yeah who, who knows for sure yeah i'd be looking for I'd, I'd either look for your proof in that area there or i'd go back to your lit server information resources if, if we keep on the bad habits yeah. or, and and good habits uh good criteria bad criteria so so we had cost is obviously the main thing is you want us to to be that the university would food fund us basically provide these things so so you'd walk yeah. out of a lecture theater you wouldn't have your skateboard you would just get on a skateboard and take it to the next venue there'd just be a pool of these things all over sure. the place okay um and they'd be you know well, I think that that's something that have to be considered in terms of the idea of each one gets to own or versus a shareable system. They're, I think they both have their advantages. Yeah. Um, the advantage of having your own is you look after your own. You always get damaged as your fault. You happen to damage yours, right? Put it off to the side and get another one and go. Yeah, but I mean, a rental pool, uh, things no. that are RF sure. checked. I mean, you can, you can make it where things are monitored. Okay. Then I'd say in terms of that one would be, okay, so if everyone uses it, then it's maintenance. Because when it's not yours, it's not cared for as much. All right. So, I mean, there's, there's the high level thing of how this thing is rolled out. You know, that's a very good industrial engineering project yeah. is how this thing would be rolled oh, out. Yeah. Let's steer away from that. Let's steer yeah. to the kind of product design um, criteria got, on, on choosing these things. I, it's, I, I'd need to break it down, but ergonomics, how it's used. Yeah. You know, you a skateboard, roll up to your lecture venue, kick it up there, put, put it down. You're mm -hmm. done. 
Now imagine you're going to a lecture venue where you've got 50 students late. Stop, sit, unhook, unhook, put in your bag, go. Yes. One of them takes long. Or let's say, oh, uh, reduce the criteria of uh, time to get on. If Well, put it this off. way. If, if you explain that in your report, I would say that that's bad. Simply yeah. because this whole idea was to quicken time. Yeah, So sure. students being late... You would probably have more students just in time because they'd be able to leave res later because it now takes two minutes to get to class as opposed to 10. Yeah. So the number of late students given role transportation would have to come down. There's no ways it would be higher than what it is. In theory, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They'd have to prove it. But if, if, yes. if, if your criteria was on the basis of oh, all these students are going to be late and then there's going to be all the noise from clicking... I would be slaughtering that in a report because I, I, wasn't I wouldn't necessarily really see it. Countering it so much for being late. I'm counting it simply for what's the easiest to get on and off. Certainly the skateboard ones. No, no, no. And, and hands down. But I think that's probably, it's something I'd consider a good criteria point. Have you considered? Yeah. Of those, you know I mean? It's really what I say is better between one and the other. Yeah. Um, I think also the fact is, you know, you can ride your skateboard barefoot or in slops or whatever. Whereas yeah. for... Um, Roller skates. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. Roller skates for slops. I'm on roller skates and barefoot. So you can go barefoot, it can go <laughs> slops. Um, but you have it crimp between your toes and then kind of like slot between and try and. Oh, jeez. Um, jeez, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the other one then I'd say would be mass. What does mass have to do with it? Well, if you're carrying you it. You're standing around. on top. Yeah, okay, but I mean, you're carrying it the shortest possible distance. You're literally carrying the skateboard for five meters. What if you have to go upstairs? Why would you take your skateboard up the stairs? Because your skateboard, I can see us dropping off. Mm. Like I suppose if the rollerblades, with the roller skates, you could drop them off too. And I think okay, that, fair uh, you know, that's the important thing is you need realistic scenarios. Yeah, no, and, no, no, and no, I sure. think one of the, the, the good habits that some students have is they create really realistic scenarios. Because you have to live in a sort of make-believe world if you're cre- trying to create something brand new. You have yeah. to invent a scenario which is believable. You have to, you have to make that simulation happen. Yeah. But if the simulation is unreasonable and it's got a mistake built into it, then it's a case of uh, it's very confusing to work out what, what it is. Yeah. So student habits we should leave out of any decision based on which product is the best product. It would okay. be down to the maintenance, the cost, the safety, sure. things which are, are product-based as opposed to user habit-based. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know my skateboard is going to be decorated in aircraft stickers sure. um, and things like that. Um, other students are going to stick aerodynamic wings and all yeah, sorts yeah. Of, of, of things in it. Um, so customizability, is that a criteria? For students, yeah. I mean, if, if imagine it in, in a world where every single student was given a Vitz blue with a gold striped skateboard. Ah, oh, that, that world, no, absolutely so not. A part of registration, yeah, here's your student number, pick, please pick your color. I would skateboard. award 10 extra marks for my course for the most highly decorated, you know, anarchist skateboard. Lowest aerodynamic drag. Yes. Lowest, and mechanical's lowest rolling friction. Yeah. In fact, it can be skateboard service day, part of va- vacation work or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can set up like a, a stu- little student-run business of maintain other people's skateboards. Yeah. And I think we've, we've we hit another bad habit, and that's fluff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fluff in our reports. Uh, 
putting stuff in because you think it might be useful. Work out if it is. Yeah. If it is, put it in in the correct format. Uh, if it isn't, then kind of leave it out. I mean, I call it fluff or dead-end calculations. So the, the dead-end calculations comes in, you, you're the thickening of your, or the thickest part of your analysis, and you suddenly got this value, you spit it out, therefore it's 5.6 millimeters, and that does nothing, goes nowhere, proves nothing. That's a dead-end calculation. The fluff is then when you are now telling me in your design specification, this is how it'll be manufactured. It's a high-level design. You're on that top row of that matrix of whether it's complexity. Mm. Um, you're on that top row, and you're suddenly telling me this is how it's going to be manufactured. You haven't really chosen materials in front of that. That's fluff. That's the bad habit of worrying that I'm looking for that. It's worrying about giving me that product instead of worrying about giving me a good design and making that making yeah. a good design. Yeah. And I think the one thing with students is in terms of report, there's more bad habits than good habits. Mm. What I see with design, there's actually more good habits than bad habits. Yes. They're actually surprisingly really good at coming up with alternative ideas. They overthink it way too much and end up basically reporting it badly, communicating it or just not including the other ones because they think it's not out of the mm. box enough or whatever the case is. Um, Okay, criteria, they fundamentally are quite flawed with that because they're choosing from that wonderful list of aesthetically pleasing safety. Oh, that's 17, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, an, an example which, which errors at, at third and fourth year do, um, I, I, I explain it as there's no point telling me how much runway is behind you that you didn't need <laughs> and how much sky is above you, yeah. right? Um, so you design an airplane and then you're busy iterating it through and the design becomes better. Okay, cool. So you need one ton less fuel to take 200 people from Joburg to Cape Town. Sure. Well, that's wonderful. But that's, that's bad. Yeah. You need to tell me, all right, if we need one ton less, if we keep that one ton on board, how much extra stuff can we take to Cape Town? Yeah. Or if we take that one ton out, um, or we, be, we keep the one ton in, how much further could we go? Yeah. You know, in terms of, okay, not that there's anything past Cape Town, but if it was a Cape Town up to Joburg, you could keep going sort of how far. Could you go Cape yes. Town, Maputo or something like that? If you come up with something where there's an improvement, work out, work out uh, like... A set of things. Just, just run through it. The thing with a skateboard, you design it so it can pull 3G for your average student, which is 75 kilos plus a laptop plus a nice, you know, three copies of Hibbler, etc. Um, okay, wonderful. You prove it's got a safety factor of four. Wonderful. Plots a little graph of what the safety factor is versus the weight of the rider. Yeah. Okay, so the rugby playing student in second year, who has 130 kilos, well, he can pull 2G and the skateboard won't break. Ah, you understand exactly what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah. we're going to make it for 3G for the guy who has 130 kilos, and we're going to make those skateboards blue with a red stripe to identify them as the... Yeah. They're heavy ones. And then these other students, the average ones, it's going to be you know a slightly different color stripe. And because we don't need a safety factor six for the same thing, they're going to have one less layer of plywood or whatever the yeah. case is. And I think that's what it sort of comes down to is it's that do you understand the design? That's what I look for. Hmm. And one of the ones that I see it very often is you know, you've suddenly found that it needs to be designed to survive a crash. Okay. <laughs> What, you know, you, you don't analyze to survive a crash. You analyze to survive your standard conditions. 
Mm. A crash is worst case. Yeah, very much so. But it's not, I mean, okay, I think maybe it's like a, a stunt car might be to survive a crash and keep going. Fair enough. Or a derby car of some yes. sort. But in your standard vehicles, you're not designed to survive a crash. Mm. You design your car to operate and then calculate, okay, what happens if it does crash now? And I think this, the, the, in the race car thing, the, the structure required to absorb the crash impact is the biggest constraint on, I won't say the racing car mass, because yeah. generally you put engine transmission, the chassis has got to be a certain shape and size. Generally, those speeds, the way that nature works, those speeds will result in certain loads. Mm. And all you have to do is match them up in a really clever way. And you shouldn't really have the sort of the, the compromises or constraints from safety point of view affecting the actual race car performance. Exactly. Unless, of course, there's something where it's fundamentally like, holy hell, this thing gets the slightest ding and that pilot or that driver is getting a steel bar through his skull. Yeah. Okay, that, that, that's bad. That we, We'll correct that. Um, but you don't necessarily go and just trying mm. that from the very start. Yeah, I mean, anything else? Well, I think that's a, that's, that's I think a, that's a good wrap-up for the day. Uh, cool. Thanks very much. We'll see you guys next week.